Welcome to the Trailblazers podcast. I'm Nicole, your host, and I help you make money as a brand new coach. In less than one year, I became a full-time coach with no certifications, sales experience, or a massive following on social media. Now, I help coaches like you do the same. I teach you how to build the coaching business of your dream while making lots of money, even as a brand new coach. In my program, Coaches Accelerated, I teach coaches from all niches how to sell and market their coaching organically and simply with my proven three-part process. If you're feeling lost, unsure, or overwhelmed, and you've tried everything you can possibly think of to get your business off the ground and clients still aren't coming, listen on to learn how to make money as a coach today. Ooh, yes. Today's topic is going to be so good guys i'm so excited now you guys have to get used to meatball snoring as you all know if you've been following me on socials i am now a dog mom to a cute as heck frenchie and she makes lots of funny noises and so i just wanted to give you guys a disclaimer that you might hear her in the background of my podcast Old me would have gone and edited it out or re-recorded the thing, but honestly, these days I'm just like, if you follow me, you better get used to it. Meatball's the best, and she wants to cameo in everything, then she can cameo in everything. (laughs) So just a heads up, if you do hear her snoring, she is sleeping like a log behind me. Okay, let's get into today's topic. Today we're going to talk about what I focused on to make consistent four figures in my coaching business. The reason why I'm so excited to share this with you guys is because obviously you know that I help coaches and a lot of my clientele are brand new coaches or coaches who haven't been able to generate consistent income in their business. And it makes me excited to talk about this because Everything I'm going to share with you has come from my evaluation and reflection of what I actually have done that's allowed me to create consistent four figures since pretty much like the six month mark that I started my business. So I've been running my business for about two and a half years now. And prior to that, I had no experience being a coach or even running a business. So the idea that I could even generate consistent income was just very, very far-fetched to me. And I was expecting that it would take me like a full year to be able to do that. But surprisingly, after my six-month mark, I was able to just generate consistent four figures. Um, And I haven't really thought about like what I actually have done to be able to create that result. Because in my mind, I thought that that was what every coaching business went through and that six months was, you know, the timeline that it happened for everybody. But it turns out, obviously, as I coach more and more clients and have more conversations with you guys, that is not the case. And for some of you, you feel like you can't seem to generate that consistent income no matter how much you try. And you may have jumped from coach to coach, program to program, strategy to strategy, like wondering what the heck it is you're doing or not doing that's creating a lack of consistency in your income and clientele. So I'm going to talk a little bit about today what you actually need to be focusing on that maybe you haven't really thought about intentionally focusing on. I know that a lot of what I'm going to say as well today is going to sound very basic and simplified, but I'm going to try and make it as relatable to you. So I had to really think about ways that I specifically have done this and how it's shown up for me. 
Um, and I want you to just trust it. I know it's one of the hardest things is like hearing somebody who has a result that you want and you feel is very out of reach for you, hearing them speak about it and then your brain wanting to tell you that it's easy for you to say, you don't know how my situation is or you don't know how like how I have it. And even though you're saying I just need to do XYZ thing, like that's easy for you to say, right? Like your brain is going to tell you that all throughout this episode, but I want you to trust me. I wouldn't be sharing with this with you guys if I didn't think it was the actual way that you could get results, right? So really just take my word for it. And if you have thoughts or if you have further questions, bring them into Instagram DMs and message me and we can definitely talk about it more. We can speak about your specific circumstance and situation and guide you through how this wouldn't apply to you because I want you guys to be able to tap into that next level for you for yourselves and make consistent four figures as a coach all right um now you want to keep listening if you're a person who also is starting to experience that resistance where your self-belief and your belief that you can have a successful coaching business is starting to waver maybe you have family and friends or a partner who's starting to question your decisions every time you make investments um every time you say like look this time i promise it'll work and maybe you're starting to question yourself keep listening to this episode because i'm going to talk about you know how you can kind of move through that and what to focus on uh, what to focus your brain and your energy on in those times okay so the the most important thing about all of this is that making consistent income is really not about doing more a lot of you think that it's about doing more because you see all the big coaches out there doing lots of things like having a Facebook group while having a YouTube channel, while having a Pinterest account, while being on TikTok three times a day. Like you see all the big creators and coaches who are making lots of money and you think that the way you get to where they are is by doing what they're doing. But my friends, I want you to remember they started exactly where you are right now. So there's no possible way that they could have done all of those things when they were feeling and thinking the exact same things that you're thinking right now. The only reason why they're able to do so much is because their capacity to create is so much larger. The only reason for that is because they have capital and they have a support network. They have team team members and contractors that they hire and agencies that they outsource their their content creation to. Like there's so much more behind it that you have to acknowledge. And your brain's going to tell you that no, it's just cuz you're not doing enough, but that just comes from from lack mentality. It's coming from a place of scarcity and like hustling yourself into action and guilting yourself into not into taking more action because you don't feel like you're good enough because if you were good enough then you'd have results but my friends immediate results does not indicate that you're doing good enough right a good example is i this month like was unwell for three weeks i had covid for uh one and a half of those weeks and then i was i caught the flu straight after the super flu that's going around for another one and a half weeks and i was doing very 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 little right if i had believed that nothing was happening because i didn't have immediate results i couldn't create anything in that time i was just in bed then it would have been very easy for me to give up and to keep believing in myself right 
but I didn't. I just chose to stay focused on what I needed right now for myself, which was to get better. And in doing that, I had to trust that everything I had created in the past was working for me. And my friend, like, your content is always working for you. Every piece of value you've created in the world is always working for you. And so that's what happened, right? Little did I know my content was selling for me and I had consults booked the moment I was ready to come back into work, right? And so even when tangible results aren't showing, it doesn't mean it isn't working. And so it's really important that you know not to focus your time and energy on just looking for tangible results because that's the surefire way to talk yourself out of this business and quitting way too early, okay? So let's get into it. I have a bunch of amazing things to tell you guys. I have six main points, so buckle up and let's get into it. The first thing that I focused on to make consistent four figures was number one, helping everyone get results. Helping as many people as often as I possibly could, right? This included serving my clients and the clients I had, whether it was one client or three clients or 10 clients at a time. And it also included my audience and the way that I related to my audience. I had to learn to stop seeing my audience as people who owed me money. Because I think that a lot of the time when we want something to work, when we want our business to work so quickly, we place this expectation that every interaction we have should lead to a paying client. We make our clients responsible for validating us as business owners. So what, what that looks like is we'll get into the DMs and somebody starts talking to us and we get frustrated that they don't want what we have to sell. Or we get pushy in every interaction we have with a person that shows just the slightest bit of interest. We think that they want coaching, right? <coughs> this is very different to actually knowing that somebody wants coaching because they're telling you they need help. If you want to listen more to about that concept, um, I have an episode called Qualified Leads or something of the like, where I talk about the difference between like actually somebody who wants your coaching and somebody you're just assuming wants your coaching. Um, but it's it's something that we really need to catch ourselves on, right? Our job in the beginning is to simply help people get results. And if you can start thinking of all the things that you can help people with and just start helping people with it through your content or in your conversations when, you know, when they start telling you what's going on. And if your focus was on genuinely getting them results, like you would not be focusing on your metrics or all the people who are not there and not help, not asking for your help. Like you have to kind of assume, right, that you're here as a coach to help people and that that mission begins now. It doesn't begin when somebody starts paying you, it begins now. So like when clients do start paying you, you already have established a relationship of trust with them. And the best part about this is you don't resent them. I've seen so many coaches like be so in the chase for more clients and more money that they don't service their clients. They don't work on how they deliver coaching and it leads to low retention rates and clients signing on, but then clients ghosting and leaving, 
right? What is the point of it all if you as a coach are not actually here to help people, right? If it's just a money game, then you're in the wrong industry, okay? So when somebody reaches out to me and asks me for my help, even if they are not asking to work with me on a paid level, they just want my help, I help them with it, right? And I used it as an opportunity to learn. I helped the people who wanted my help, right? And that was people who were in my audience, who were choosing to follow me. They're not just coincidentally there. You have to think of your audience as people who intentionally want you to be in their space. Otherwise, they would have left a long time ago, right? So help them. Ask them what they need help with. Slowly, little by little, you will find that a certain type of person will start coming to you more consistently and you'll start to notice like, oh, it's because I tend to talk a lot about XYZ problem and that's why this person who has XYZ problem tends to come to me, right? In simple terms, that's all you need to do if you're just focusing on sharing with people, sharing with your community how you've gotten through your problem, right? And the, and the way you did that, they're going to start coming to you asking for help, right? It doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. And same thing if like some coaches ask me like, do I change my niche if I end up, if people keep telling me or asking me for help on a different topic? And my answer is always like, there's no right or wrong. Like you really just get to decide. I think there are going to be some times where people will have thoughts that you should do xyz type of coaching but if you don't agree you don't have to do anything about it right they can have their thoughts and you can just keep doing your your thing or you could use it as an opportunity as well to consider that maybe these people are drawn to you because you are great at helping people that way right or with that particular problem Again, there's no right or wrong. You just get to decide. Where you don't want to be is getting caught up in deciding. Because when you're caught up in deciding, for example, deciding your niche, deciding your ideal client, deciding what content to create, when you get more caught up in deciding and you're not showing up and actually putting value out there in the world and helping people, then you delay the access somebody has to that help, right? And when people are helped, ahead of time consistently over and over again by you they will eventually buy okay so what what happens over time when you're just focused on helping everyone get results is you slowly find your zone of genius you help lots of people along the way your messaging starts to clarify itself and you start attracting more people because the value you put out compounds now even when there's a dry spell if your focus is on getting people on helping people get results and just solving their problems you continue to add value and the results eventually come but the temptation for many people is when there's a dry spell and there's a lack of results you stop helping people you stop showing up you start getting in your own head right you lose your your consistency and you focus on continuing to on continuing to indulge in that rather than continuing to help people and solve problems for them. I think a part of a huge part of this is like uncoupling your self-worth or validation from your metrics and this is an entirely different episode topic in and of itself. It's a concept that I teach my students and it's about really detaching what you make engagement and metrics mean 
And it's one of the most toxic things that we're taught in marketing and it just doesn't even make sense. So like the sooner you can uncouple your metrics and the need to look at how many people are liking and commenting on your stuff, the more you can just focus on helping people and really like, it's not just like thinking of content ideas, right? Like fun, creative content ideas or jumping on trends. It's really like, how can I help somebody today? Like what is valuable information that somebody needs to know to show, to see that there's a way out of their problem, right? That requires higher level thinking and you cannot possibly do that if you're so worried and scarce and not feeling in your power, okay? All right, this goes perfectly into my second point. So the second thing that I focused on to make consistent four figures in my business was my self-concept as a coach and as an entrepreneur. Your self-concept is what you believe about yourself to be true, right? And we have a certain set of beliefs about ourselves as individuals, right? I'm Nicole, I'm this, I'm funny, I'm witty, I love to talk. These are beliefs I have about myself, right? Now, our self-concept as a coach and as an entrepreneur it's something that for many of you who have just started a coaching business or maybe are in like the first one to three years of your business, your self-concept is still developing because it's not an identity that you've had or it hasn't been a part of your identity for the last however many years you've been alive. So it's almost like you're assuming a new identity and it is not yet solid. And this is why we move through lots of imposter syndrome in the very beginning. There's a lot of resistance and feeling like you don't know what you're doing and who are you to do this and say that, but that's okay and that's completely normal, right? For many of you guys, this is your downfall though. You don't recognize and give grace to the fact that this is normal, right? And you set such high expectations for yourself to not be discouraged, to not lose momentum, to not stop posting on social media, but you don't realize that like identity takes time to develop, right? You didn't become who you were, who you are today and have all these characteristics and formed opinions and beliefs just because you were born yesterday. You were born years and years and years ago and you've developed that over time. That belief about yourself has strengthened over time with experience and evidence. So how you can get yourself to have your own back as a coach and as an entrepreneur when things are hard, especially in your first one to three years when you're maybe not making consistent income yet, is to not give up on yourself too soon. It's to understand that if it's hard, it's normal and it is good. Right? If you're not seeing results, that is not a problem because remember, tangible results don't equal if it is working or not. Right, The sooner you can release expectations and your timeline and just simply focus on being able to move through all of the emotions that come with entrepreneurship and being a new coach right? The sooner you will actually see results, right? Some self-concept things that I had to develop about myself as a coach was that, hey, as a coach, I am a listener. I'm not a teacher or a talker. Now, this was really hard for me to figure out in the beginning because I was like so worried that I couldn't provide value for my clients or they could see right through me that I wanted to prove that I had something to say, right? And Really, it's like 
the identity of a coach is no, like you don't, you're no, you don't need to prove anything. The job of a coach is to listen to their client, to support their client, to hold space and to create possibilities with their client. Nowhere in that job description does it say you need to be the most knowledgeable and have all of the, the qualifications, right? For some of you guys, that's really, that's part of your self-concept is you need, you think you need to have all the knowledge and have gotten all the results for yourself before you could ever help clients. And you think that you need to have a website in order to be a legitimate coach or to have, yeah, certain skills mastered before you could call yourself a coach. But like, what if your self-concept as a coach could just be what you decided it was, Right. And same thing as your self-concept as an entrepreneur, some of the things for me that I had to work through was like believing that I could make decisions that there was no decision that I could ever make that was wrong. As an entrepreneur, it's like a complete like 180 from everything we have ever been taught or have ever known in the working world. We like school and the working world, like nine to fives have taught us to be obedient and to stick to this rigid regimen of you do this and you create this and you get paid this and we just have a routine for everything. Entrepreneurship is completely the opposite. Nothing in our lives have taught us how to be successful at making our own decisions and trusting our own decisions. Everything we have ever been socialized to do has come from a place of like do this and obey this and just like basically follow where the where the flock goes right do what you're told to do entrepreneurship is about trusting your own decisions believing in your own big bold crazy and brilliant ideas and having your own back and so as an entrepreneur your self-concept must be developed and built through exercising that ability to make decisions right and that could look like deciding that you know what You're not just going to do dancing reels and do what everybody else is doing that's trending. Maybe you decide that the way that you want to do something is by doing a like doing a completely different thing, right? You don't have to do what everybody else does. You just have to like trust your own self and your own decisions and be willing to stand for yourself even when nobody stands with you, right? And so Your self-concept as a coach and as an entrepreneur is so important to getting to that consistent four-figure mark because people will gravitate towards you when they see that you have your own back, right? When, when they see that you are unwavering in who you are and your values and how you coach and why you coach that way and, you know, the reason why you do what you do, like people, your best clients are going to be drawn to that, right? And just know, that if you are resistant, you only create more resistant, right? If you focus on what you're not good at, on the things you're afraid of, what you don't want, it really just creates more of it. If you know anything about the law of attraction, that's really all it is, right? So if your thoughts are always thinking about how you're not a good enough coach and how you never get clients and how you don't know what you're doing as an entrepreneur, you're just going to create more of that. So I want to encourage you to like focus on the complete opposite, Focus on like being able to attract your best clients. Focus on being the person who is somebody who has their own back. Focus on making more and more and more decisions every day that are coming from an inward place 
of self-trust rather than a pressured, stressed and reactive place of having compared yourself to other coaches and, and thinking you need to do what they're doing and be successful, right? For me, a good example is like, I never got certifications. Um, I obviously intend to, it is definitely something that I want to do, but I'm doing it really from a place of upskilling and wanting to sharpen my tool belt to be able to coach my clients and get their result, get them their results faster. But I never allowed myself to believe that a certification is what made me a coach or a good coach, right? Because I had seen that so many coaches who had spent years in certifications and delayed starting their businesses and helping people because they wanted to get certified first. I'd seen that and seen them still not believe in themselves and still not get clients results or help anybody, right? So I just told myself I wasn't going to be a coach who who relied on qualifications to to believe that I could do this. So that's a really great example and I didn't Um, And up to this point, I haven't been certified in anything. And I've worked with so many clients and gotten so many clients results. That was simply because of my self-concept that I'm a coach who gets people results. And I do get them results because I care about them. I trust the way that I would help them, not because of my certifications. All right. Okay. Now, the third thing that I focused on to make consistent four figures was being open to investing as much as I needed to and as often as I needed to. One of the hardest things you will ever do as a coach is, especially a new coach, is to decide to invest in coaching yourself. And the second hardest thing is to do it over and over again. I know for me, this has never been easy. I have probably spent out of like the 250k that my business has made up to this point, I've probably spent like a good quarter of that on on investing in coaching, right? Like almost 100k in coaching. And I've invested over and over and over again on hiring and rehiring coaches, right? And really it was just this this practice of trusting in the work of coaching. For me in particular, it was a way that I was able to strengthen my belief that I was worth investing in, right? Because if I would pay for coaching, no matter how many fears and money doubts I had, then it strengthened my belief that somebody other, somebody else out there would want to do it for me. And it was also a way for me to also have my own back because in my first like one, one to two years, actually, I want to say like for as long as I'm a coach, I value having a coach, right? Because I value that coaching can can change and add impact to my life and my business at any level, right? Um, so I've made it my job to sell myself on the value of having a coach all the time or at least, you know, I'll have a few months of a gap and then I'll go ahead and hire a coach again, right? So much so that I even made a habit of budgeting and planning for it that I'm going to spend X amount on hiring coaching and upskilling, right? And setting the expectation that this will not be the last time, right? A lot of what you guys do is you think, you know, this is the last investment and then I'm out, right? If this doesn't, if this one investment doesn't work, then that's it for me. Then I put, there's no way I can do this because if I could, then I would have worked out by now. Some of you tell yourselves, what's the cheapest, most fastest way I can do this? Like, come on, guys. Like, really, is that the way that you have your back? No, right? One of the concepts that I've learned 
having studied money and the way we interact with money, and also what I teach my clients, is your money moves support what you value. So if you look at your bank account right now, everything that your bank account, but your bank statement says that you have spent on is a vote for what you value, right? And you're like, when you're saying that you value coaching and other people should value coaching and pay you, but you don't value coaching, it's only a reflection that you actually at a deeper level, don't believe that coaching is worth paying for. And so when you start running up against invest investment um, objections and people worrying about money, you're going to really run, run up against it. I'm having a hard time with my words. And you're going to have a hard time getting out of your own doubts, right? You're going to start agreeing with people's objections because you think, right, that what they're saying is so true and it's to- it totally makes sense. Why would you pay for coaching when you when you need money to pay for your rent or when when money is tight right now? Right? So a practice at least for me that I've done over the last two and a half years that I believe has allowed me to make consistent four figures is to keep investing in coaching. And I think it's really important as well to acknowledge that it's not the coaching itself that gets you the results. You could 100% get results in your business without ever hiring a coach. I think it's valuing the coaching process, right? Because at the end of the day, the only reason why people ever hire coaches is to get access to results faster, right? So I believe that people can always get, you can always get results with or without a coach, right? It's more so the rate at which you access those results and the ease in which you access them is affected by whether you have support or not. It's being able to value being surrounded by somebody who believes in you or has a process that can help you get there faster. It's valuing being in a room of like-minded thinkers versus trying to do it on your own and being all up in your thoughts all day, every day and talking yourself in and out of it, right? Okay, next point, number four. What I focused on to make consistent four figures was doubling down on what I offer. I sold one thing and I got really good at delivering that one thing and then selling it. There is, my friends, nothing wrong with selling multiple offers, Okay, I'm not demonizing selling multiple different things. What I know to be true from having worked with new coaches and having journeyed through this myself is that when you are in the beginning stages of your business, or at least if you're in the stage in the phase of business where you can't seem to break through the to consistent income, it's because there are certain skill sets that are foundational to creating a profitable, consistently profitable business that hasn't been built yet, right? In order for your offers, whether you have one or many, to start generating consistent cash flow, there are two important skills you need to be able to nail and then replicate for your different offers. It's marketing and then selling, okay? With every offer that you sell, when you have lots and lots of them, You actually have to figure out for each of those offers how to market it and sell it for what it is, okay? Now, it takes a lot of work to do that. 
And it can even take time to do that. Because how you know how to sell something and market something well is by doing more of it. Okay? If you try to sell everything you're selling, right? Your ebook, your group program, your one on one program, if you try to sell it and market it in the same exact way, using the same exact language, you're you're actually working too many things at the one time and you're compromising the quality at which you are marketing and selling, right? Your goal, again, like you could still make sales and actually sell a little bit of all of these offers, but, right, the rate at which you're able to do that effortlessly and at volume is a lot slower versus when you have your one signature offer that you simply just focus on and you just learn how to market and sell that so it you get to the point where there's so much demand for it and you're selling it at volume then you could go and expand your offerings right so this is really like there are people who are going to have completely different stances on this and I completely respect that I think it's just important to know that what to focus on if you want to make that consistent four-figure income as a coach is really just to focus on what you do best at the highest quality and learn how to get, learn how to deliver it so well and sell it so well. When you can focus on just doing that, you'll be able to replicate it for all the other things you're selling and you'll have the space and capacity to do it because you'll at least have one income stream that's consistent for you, right? But right now, If you're not even at the consistent four-figure mark, I want to offer that maybe it's because you have lots of things you're trying to figure out how to market and sell, or maybe you haven't even been trying to figure it out. Maybe you're just like marketing and selling all of it, and it's like nobody's coming, right? You have to learn how to create desirability in every single offer that you sell, and that's why selling one thing is a lot easier than selling lots of things in the beginning, right? Okay, the next one. Number five, what I focus on to make consistent four figures is simplifying my marketing strategy, which looks like removing all of the fluff, no lead magnets, and only being on one platform and getting really good at simply selling. I know I talked about selling in the previous one, but like I want to talk about selling in terms of like the ability to actually convert right? So, you know, when you do, whether you do it in the DMs or on a landing page where people just add to cart and buy or on a consultation call, there is a different skill that's required to convert, right? Because when it comes to conversion, you run up against objections, okay? And that's a conversation about money. Anyway, when I say simplify your marketing strategy, I'm also talking about not selling with all of these things like lead magnets. I've done a separate episode on that that you guys can listen to. It's called Why I Don't Teach Clients to Sell with Lead Magnets. Really have a listen to it if you want to understand that concept that I have. But at the core of what I talk about there is really that if you're relying on free things or freebies, masterclasses, low ticket things to make money, then it's a distraction from learning how to actually skillfully sell and convert at a high rate, right? Sales for many coaches is a very underdeveloped skill. You guys are like fluking and feeling your way through consults, just hoping something sticks and you're relying on 
how the consult is going and reading the client's response to be able to figure out what to say, what to do and and how to sell, right? It's what I found that for many coaches who ask for my help is really the gap when it comes to making money, right? Because you're, you guys spend so much focus on your content and marketing and you spend very little time on your conversions. So all of that work in your content and marketing, getting clients onto a consult goes out the window because your ability, your ability to convert is so low, right? You don't know how to handle objections or how to speak into them on your landing page or in your copy. You freak out talking about money. You have lots of unmanaged thoughts about receiving money or charging for your coaching specifically. And this is where money is being left on the table, right? And so if you simplify your marketing and actually remove the fluff, like not relying on free things to get to attract leads, but you focus on actually learning how to create content and copy that converts to clients, copy that speaks into people's deepest problems and needs and compels them to want to buy, you actually find that when your marketing is that clear and your messaging is so strong that your sales calls actually convert faster. All you need to do is learn how to convert on those sales calls well, especially in the face of a money conversation, aka handling objections and and, um, moving forward with the sale. And I really believe that the shift here is just having clarity and direction. Being able to see your own brain and what it's doing in relation to that conversion process. So when you're right there and the person's like, I'm interested, you know, you're able to you're able to sell to them because they are interested. And then talking about money. Right. And, and being able to have a process for that conversion that actually feels aligned to you. A lot of you guys are using like outdated sales or conversion processes that you've sort of learned in the beginning of your journey or you've picked up from somewhere or some book and it's not feeling rigid script and it's sorry it's not feeling aligned it's feeling rigid and scripted and it's just it's like that part of your business that you're like I don't feel like I have integrity with this this feels really uncomfortable for me right you feel you might feel aligned in how you market but it's another thing to feel aligned in how you sell because that directly correlates to how the person experiences being sold to, right? Selling is all about energetics. So for me in my own business, what that actually looked like when I was working towards consistent four figures was studying my own tendencies on my own consults and doing evaluations on them and learning where for me, where my brain was getting in the way, what thoughts I tended to think about money, you know, and then just learning what approach to selling felt good for me. This meant like really not, um, not allowing this, not allowing the standards or the things that people would teach in bro marketing or sales 101 to affect my ability to like just trust my decisions going back to that entrepreneur self-concept right if i decided that the best way to sell to my client was not fighting their objection with a bunch of lined up questions to kind of solicit an answer But if I decided that, you know what, for me, it feels really great to step into my coaching power, to coach the objection rather than fighting it, then I had to be able to trust that and then practice it on consults. And I have to tell you, like, I did many consults where I got so in my head and I still do, 
where like I just I just know that my thoughts are not clean and they just feel so messy and I had to be willing to do that and sit through it and then watch it as painful as it was right to really understand what truly was getting in the way and I would bring that into coaching right and that's also why I have a coach right so I I know for me at least when it comes to selling the portion where we're talking about objections I preferred to lead on my coaching ability my love for the client my belief in their possibilities so so that after like you know after I've asked what they're here for and what I can help them with and and we've talked about investing and they want to move through it but then they have objections I lean into my coaching ability versus a completely other like a different strategy is some people might just tell you like okay when it comes to objections here are the possible questions that you can ask when this objection comes up right and they get into this like kind of fight mode and I just didn't align with that so for me what that looked like is instead of so after I asked permission from my client you know hey so let's say they give me an objection are you open to coaching on that objection are you happy you know I've kind of like just asked them the opportunity are you open to exploring that objection and understanding what's happening here right I'm willing to actually explore that if they say yes I would actually take my notes off my screen and bring the client's like video on my screen to full screen right so I can be in the energy of coaching them like I would if I were working with a paid client this allowed me through practice and repetition doing lots and lots of calls to really understand like how I like to sell right and feeling into the love for my client is something that I can only do when I allow myself to to believe that that's the best way to sell to them right and and that's not something that just happened or something that somebody could have told me is the right strategy for me I had to be willing to learn that and study my own tendencies and so uh like that's something that for you guys is a really it might sound a little bit complex and if you need help like definitely just message me on Instagram and we can have a conversation about it maybe it's where you're at and maybe it's the skill that needs to be developed to close those consults Um, because a lot of you guys are getting consults but you're just not closing them right another thing before I move on to the final point is part of this you know being able to just get really good at selling is also learning to make lots and lots and lots of offers and be willing to experience whatever outcome right be really attached attached the opposite to be unattached to the outcome of those offers so you know don't feel entitled for people to have to message you back or don't feel offended if someone ghosts you like no just if you make an offer like make the offer make it from a high in a high quality way and then just let it be and and let the universe decide what to do with it instead of trying to force outcomes every time you make offers okay and that really just comes from rejection and being willing to feel rejected and that comes with the self-concept of an entrepreneur so again if that's something that you're experiencing definitely reach out to me that's part of the work that I do as a business coach I found that like from actually doing this reflection before recording this episode that a lot of these things that I'm sharing with you today are actually a lot of the pillars that I teach inside of my programs whether it's for my one-on-one clients or my coaches accelerated clients I realized that like my coaching principles and the reason why I teach what I teach in my coaching programs 
really comes from these experiences, right? And having learned that there's not just one way to make lots of money. And a lot of the things that I'd learned in the beginning of my coaching journey are actually things I disagree with. So it's really, really powerful. And I love that I can kind of share that journey with you guys because in the beginning, I believed all of the same things that you believed as well. And I believe there was only one right way to make money. So if you're vibing with this, definitely reach out and see if you see if we're a good fit to work together. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, lucky lost. So the final thing that I focused on to make consistent four figures in my coaching business was studying how I would get my clients results and creating my own unique concepts. I like to think of this as stepping into your own authority because this is you actually having the ability to like see yourself as an expert and not by everybody else's standard of expert, but by your own standard, right? And in an episode I did a while back called Generating Original Ideas and Concepts, I talk about how this is truly how you find your own authority and voice and how you get clients coming to you that are like soulmate clients. This is because when you actually study the way or study is a strong word but you know when you think about how you specifically get clients results and the way that you would coach them the the processes you would use and the concepts that you would introduce to them to help them get results you actually start to form your own unique way of getting people results and that in and of itself when you are willing to share that with people in your marketing that in and of itself will attract to you the kind of clients who not only resonate with you but are the kind of clients who will get results in your program and this is a huge one a lot of the time we get a mixed bag of clients because our messaging is unclear the the quality of the clients are here there and everywhere you have some that drop out some that quit too early some that stay some that get results some that don't right but If you were to focus on like thinking about your clients and how you get them results, right? And the unique ways that you help them and you were to just simply share that, your marketing would bring to you the kind of people that would be the people who get results in your program. And what happens when they get results in your program? They're happy customers. They refer lots of people, right? They keep coming back. And you learn how to get clients' results better and faster. This is so powerful because when you think of a profitable coaching business and a business that's able to generate lots and lots of income, it's a business that actually solves people's problems, right? How you know you're solving people's problems is when the people you're working with right now are actually telling you, you have solved my problem. They're getting results and they're happy with what they're paying for, right? You don't do this straight away, but you learn to do it by being willing to just keep making offers, keep working with clients who want to work with you and keep getting them results and then thinking about how you got them the results and then how you can do it faster for more people, right? This eventually comes through in your messaging and you begin to show up in the world as you would and you speak as you would. You experience less imposter syndrome in comparison to other coaches and you actually learn how to be successful and profitable in your own way. 
And it's by simply being aligned to how you do things. It's being able to create the way clients come to you by knowing how you have helped clients. It's like this amazing twofold experience, which again is a concept that I teach in my programs and with my students. Because I'm so sick and tired of coaches, especially business coaches, who no hate, but are really just like preaching this one approach to getting results. I believe that we are each individuals with multifaceted qualities and characteristics and that means that our way of creating success and money isn't going to look like the person next to us your ability to create wild 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 success and insurmountable profits that you never thought you could hangs on your ability to understand yourself right and to have your own back in that and there's no there's going to be no model for you to look at because you are the only you. And so when you look at your business strategy and from a lot of consults that I've done and from you guys who message me, what I can see is there's so many of you that are walking around in the world doing things in your business that do not feel aligned and that is why you're not getting the results that you want. Aligned, I know sounds like a very woo word, but really it's like what actually feels good and right for you right and and you guys your logical brain is like who cares about that I just want I don't care if it's aligned or not right now I just care if it works and it makes me money or not but guys the way that you make more money is by actually feeling right it's by having this sense of wholeness in the way you're doing things and what you're doing and why you're doing it Because when you have that feeling, it's a feeling of abundance and you can be in that like endlessly and not be burnt out. What I see on the other end is when you guys are chasing the right, quote unquote, right strategy that you think will make you more money is you burn out doing it anyway and you still don't make money, right? So when, when you are, you know, when you are focused on being your own self, you start to make business decisions like what platforms you choose to be on and not be on right? The content you choose to create and the content you choose not to create, the way you you sell and the way you don't like to sell, right? For me, I stopped doing lead gen or like outreach, DM outreach, the moment I discovered that I did not feel good about it. Actually, maybe not the moment, that's an exaggeration. I actually, being very transparent, I was taught this whole send X amount of DMs and keyword search for your ideal client in order to find them and nurture them and here's a script to follow like I fell into all of that in the beginning because that's the only way I was taught and then I even went to the extent of hiring a DM lead gen person to be in my DMs they wouldn't necessarily be selling to them or anything they would just be kind of engaging and nurturing with accounts that were sort of like my ideal client And it was just like this thing that I was trying to make fit. Like it's kind of like fitting a square peg into a round hole. I was just like trying to make it fit, but I really, really didn't. And then it just hit me one day that I was like, I cannot be doing this. Like I cannot be trying to do something in my business that I just do not feel aligned to. Because how in the world am I going to teach my clients how to make money organically if I don't do it myself? 
right? And so I had to go to work and it actually was a lot harder to make that decision than to just rely on this quote unquote strategy that was supposed to work. It was harder to trust my decision that I didn't need to have someone in my DMs, that people would actually come to me on their own, right? I didn't need to be engaging with new accounts every day because my content would do it for me. These were really hard beliefs for me back then. But when I did, it was the scariest but most empowering decision because for once in my life or in my business, I had made a strategic decision that, that was backed by my own conviction. And it came from integrity in my own values. It didn't come from a catalog or a book or a guru that said you had to do this. I actually found it by looking inward and trusting that, you know what, I believe that clients are going to come to me because I'm a freaking amazing coach and all my clients get results. There's no way I'm letting them walk away without results, right? I had to literally commit to that, okay? And I had to trust and then make the decision. And just think about it, I actually made the decision. And that was hard because I had to let a team member go, right? For me... This whole experience of creating four figures, consistent four figures, has been the foundational building blocks to me being able to be a really incredible entrepreneur and to be able to develop so much self-trust in myself and in my and in business that I feel like whatever comes, I have really great foundations. I know that I can trust my own decisions. I know that whatever I do, I'm going to be okay. Right? I know that I have developed the ability to just value helping people. I know that I would never let myself down and that I am, I have a skill and I've st- spent the time to develop a skill that I can replicate now, aka learning how to market, aka closing on consults and selling. Like I just know that I've taken my time to do these things and although I'm always going to be working on them forever, it's this ability to be like, hey, I have intentionally used this time in my business to not just complain and be like, I wish I had that result and why isn't it happening? But I've been intentional. And so coach, if you're listening to this, that is my wish for you. I want you to be able to see that this time where maybe you don't have consistent four figures isn't just wasted or dead time or buffering until the result comes. This is intentional time where you get to lay foundations for your own success and your own ability to accelerate results later. Okay, so don't despise it and don't be lazy with it, okay? All right, my friends, I will see you in the next episode. And don't forget, DM me if anything stood out to you. And if you want some help, don't forget to book your free consult. If you want to actually discuss how I could help you move through being able to make money faster and get to consistent income. Coach, I believe in you. I'm cheering you on and I will see you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Hey, Trailblazer. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about my business marketing and sales program, check out www.coaches-accelerated.com. Learn my simple three-part process to go from no clue to confidently selling coaching and closing your consults. You want to get in the room if you've tried everything you can to get clients booked and you still aren't booking consults or closing sales. Coaches Accelerated is a program that will take you through step-by-step how to market in a way that compels people to buy 
how to sell with confidence on your consults and give you the tools to overcome all the drama in your brain around money and charging for your service as a coach. That's www.coaches-accelerated.com. That's it for this week. I'll catch you in the next episode.